Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 227, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's another Moose Day Tuesday, so let's do it. After three, let's hear your best moo. One, two, three. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Hi Dave! Hello Marvin, it's good to see you. Now, today is one of the truly huge days in God's big story. We've reached Friday. Our countdown is down to two. But what happens on Friday is so important that, well, we could have been counting down to this as day zero. Now, as we've talked about the last couple of days, Jesus had been arrested on the Thursday night and overnight was put on trial, first in front of the Jewish authorities and then in front of Pilate. And though we didn't read about it in John's gospel yesterday, he was also sent to Herod. Oh, oh, who is he? Well, Herod didn't have the title king, but basically that's what he was. The Romans had put him in charge of the whole region. But just like Pilate, he also thought, well, this man has done nothing wrong. So he just had him beaten and sent back to Pilate. Oh no, Dave, Jesus was beaten? I'm afraid so, Marvin. Yep, he was beaten, the soldiers made fun of him. It was all really horrible stuff. Now, when Jesus gets back to Pilate, well, Pilate doesn't really want to kill Jesus because, like we said, he thinks he's an innocent man. Oh, yeah, and he was right, Dave. He was, and Matthew's Gospel even tells us that Pilate's wife had a dream about what was happening, and so she sent a message to her husband saying, don't have anything to do with that innocent man, because whatever God had shown her in that dream, she had seen enough to know what was going on was really bad news. Oh, wow. And so Pilate offers to release Jesus. He tries to get the crowd that has gathered to agree to let Jesus go. But the Pharisees and Sadducees, well, they've told everyone that they have to shout to have Jesus killed that they must do what they tell them. They are the religious leaders. And so that's what the people do. The same people who had cheered for Jesus as he rode into Jerusalem just five days earlier, they were now yelling at him, demanding that he should be killed. Oh, Dave, it's awful. It is, Marvin, and we won't go into all the horrible details, but the more you read of what happened to Jesus, the worse you realize it was. I mean, this was Jesus, God's son, who was there when the universe was created, who was the rightful ruler of this world. And here he is being treated like he was dirt. He was lied about, he was viciously beaten, he was mocked, and he was exposed to all the hatred that man's sinful hearts could summon up. It is an awful, awful thing. Oh, yeah, Dave. And so Jesus is sentenced to death. And today we'll listen as we hear what happened next. Okay. Yeah, you know, Dave, I'm not sure I want to listen, but I know it's important. So, well, who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Hello. Today, we're reading from Mark 15, verses 16 to 32, and also Luke 23, verses 39 to 43. The soldiers led Jesus away into the palace. It was called the Praetorium. They called together the whole company of soldiers. The soldiers put a purple robe on Jesus, then they twisted thorns together to make a crown, and they placed it on his head. They began to call out to him, We honour you, King of the Jews. Again and again they hit him on the head with a stick. They spit on him, they fell on their knees and pretended to honour him. And after they'd made fun of him, they took off the purple robe, they put his own clothes back on him, 
and they led him out to nail him to a cross. A man named Simon was passing by. He was from Cyrene. He was the father of Alexander and Rufus. Simon was on his way in from the country. The soldiers forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha. The word Golgotha means the place of the skull. Then they gave him wine mixed with spices, but he did not take it. They nailed him to the cross. Then they divided up his clothes. They cast lots to see what each of them would get. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. They wrote out the charge against him. It read, The King of the Jews. They crucified him with two rebels against Rome. One was on his right and one was on his left. Those who passed by shouted at Jesus and made fun of him. They shook their heads and said, So you are going to destroy the temple and build it again in three days? Then come down from the cross, save yourself. In the same way the chief priests and the teachers of the law made fun of him among themselves. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross. When we see that, we will believe. Those who were being crucified with Jesus also made fun of him. Now Luke 23. One of the criminals hanging there made fun of Jesus. He said, Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself. Save us. But the other criminal scolded him. Don't you have any respect for God, he said. Remember, you're under the same sentence of death. We're being punished fairly. We are getting just what our actions call for, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, What I'm about to tell you is true. Today you will be with me in paradise. Thanks, Valerie. Oh, Dave, I'm so sad. Yeah, me too, Marvin. What we have heard about over the last few days, how Jesus has been treated, what has been done to him, it is horrendously sad. And Marvin, we're kind of pausing there overnight and we'll hear more of it tomorrow. But if this was where God's big story was leading to, if this was where it ended, well, then we would weep, right? Yeah, Dave. (laughs) But Marvin, there is a reason why, when we remember this terrible Friday every year, we actually call it Good Friday. Well, we do? That seems crazy, Dave. Yep, in a way it does. But Marvin, the story we've been telling all this time does not end here on this Friday. Our countdown does not hit zero with Jesus dying on the cross. It's Friday, but we have to remember that Sunday is coming. Easter Sunday is coming. We have to remember that though it looked to all the world, to all those people in Jerusalem, to Jesus' disciples, even to the devil and his angels, it looked like Jesus was being silenced, defeated once and for all. But that is not what was happening. This was not Jesus being defeated. This was Jesus completing his mission. Remember back in the Garden of Eden that God promised someone was coming and that the devil would bruise his heel but he would crush the devil's head? That is what is going on. Remember how God promised Abraham that one of his family would come to bless the entire world? That is what's going on. Remember that God promised David that one of his family would rule forever and ever and ever? That is what is going on. Jesus is taking his throne. Okay, yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better, Dave. Yeah, that's a lot of good stuff happening through all this horrible stuff. It really is. And it's still horrible to read and listen to. But Marvin, what did Jesus say to the man beside him? The criminal who asked to be saved? 
hole. Jesus told him that that day he would be with him in paradise. That's right. That man knew that he deserved to die that day, and he knew that he was dying. But what a promise Jesus gave him. What hope that man had in his heart as he died that Friday. And Marvin, because of what was going on, we have that same hope. Paradise with Jesus forever. Boys and girls, today's reading was not fun to listen to. But it is really important. It was because of our sin that Jesus had to die. But today, thank him for the hope that we now have. Thank him that we can call this terrible day Good Friday because of what was really going on. And that's it for today, Marvin. So we've got one more tough day to go. But remember, Sunday, day zero, is coming. Oh, gotcha, Dave. Yeah, gosh, I'm sure looking forward to that. Me too, Marvin. Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.